Country 104, number one for New Country, and it has been a long time since this guy has been in studios, and we are so excited to have it. Jason Blaine back in studio. What's going hey, on? Hey, Kyle. Hey, Leanne. How are you? So great, Jason. So nice to see you. I know you're uh, stepping away from some family time right now. You just yeah. sent your son off to uh, pre-K the other day. We did. We did. I was flying out, actually, to Toronto to start this radio tour, and he was uh, starting pre-K the same morning, but my wife was really sweet. She was sending all the pictures and, and videos to me and stuff it's pretty it's it's really great i can't believe uh you know it's here already he's got his little backpack on oh, so cute. <laughs> off, to, off to school he goes so, and uh and we think it's fantastic too you know it's, it's it's been so long since we have a chance to see you you know what have you been up to over these last two years Gosh, it's been it's been crazy. It's been an amazing couple of years of other people recording some of my songs. Madeline Marlowe recorded Neon Love and had a big hit with it. The boys from Petrick uh, put out a song that we wrote together called Single Problem. And uh, uh, Chris Jansen, um, who's just having an amazing year, recorded one of my songs called Beer Me. And uh, I can't wait to, uh, I, I hope he puts it out. That'd be oh, amazing. Oh, it's not out yet. No, well, it's oh. on his record, but, okay. you know, I hope he makes it a single. It'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, I can't wait to hear but, that. Uh, yeah, it's so so I've been doing that, and, you know, we've just been, uh, I don't know, raising raising kids and, um, and, and doing our thing. And you just released earlier this year, Drink Too Much. Yes. Uh, what, I mean, we've all been there having a little bit too much to drink, but, but what's the story behind this sure. song? Sure. Well, this is a song that was actually pitched to me um, by my girl Cassidy, who's actually in the studio today. Uh, she has her own company and places songs, and we've been working together for the past year. And and this is, you know, I hadn't been writing a lot of drinking songs. I have been writing, you know, some deeper songs, lovey songs, I guess. But it came time to do this record, and uh, I didn't have one of these songs. And it's not just a, like, quote-unquote, like, drinking song for the sake of a drinking song. I just, I took a listen to it, and it just hit me as, like, there's a line in the song about you've been up at the crack of dawn and working out in the morning, and that's my wife. She's <laughs> she's uh, she works out like five days a week, and she just goes beast mode and <laughs> making me look bad, you know. Um, absolutely incredible, um, and it's just being you know being parents of four kids and responsibilities and all that stuff. But sometimes you just want to call up some friends, call a sitter hit the town and uh, have a little fun, you know what I mean? And go enjoy, absolutely. And yeah. on top of the new single, too, you know, there's there's talks about an EP that's going to be coming out at some point, too. I mean, yeah. can you talk about, you know, what's going to be all inclusive of that? Definitely. Um, I can't wait for everybody to hear this EP. You know, we got, um, there's going to be six songs. Uh, I think it's going to be out May 8th. And uh, there's, uh, you know, this is the only drinking song, <laughs> funny enough, on the EP. We just didn't have this spot, you know, but there's, there's a song uh, on there called Home for the Summer, that uh, there's two out of six songs I didn't write, strangely enough, as much as I love to write songs. But they say if you don't write it, you know, you got to at least feel like you did or something and really connect with the song. And I heard this song, Home for the Summer, and um, we moved away from uh, my hometown of Pembroke, Ontario in 06 with a three-month-old baby girl and sort of a tank full of dreams, you know, in the most cliche way, moved mm-hmm. to Nashville and... Um, and it's been 13 years, but we come back to Pembroke every June, and I host my celebrity charity golf yeah. event. So this year we'll have our seventh annual, wow. and uh, it's crazy. It's uh, more about that later, but uh, that's been <laughs> a labor of love and uh, just an incredible thing. But we come back in June, and we see everybody, family, friends, and it's just mm-hmm. high fives and hugs all around. And, and the song, Home for the Summer, just hit me like super emotionally whenever I heard it. I'm like, that's my life. That's, that's my, right there. That's, mm-hmm. that's every June for me. So there's that song. There's a song also on the record. I can't wait for everybody to hear. I played it actually at the CCMAs this year. 
um, in the SoCan songwriter round. Oh, amazing. Um, with Aaron J. Goodwin and, and Megan Patrick and some other writers. And um, the song is called Hell of a Band in Heaven. And it was inspired by just, you know, losing so many of my heroes you know, over the past couple of years, like guys like Tom Petty and, mm-hmm. and uh, Glenn Fry and, and Merle Haggard, you know, these, some of these greats that you just think will always be around, you know. And uh, Chuck Berry and even like Aretha Franklin and so many of the greats that, that leave such a, a big dent in the world, leave such a big mark. Mm-hmm. I thought one night, man, there must be one hell of a band in heaven, <laughs> you know. And so I wrote this song with uh, my pals Joe Clemens and Jordan Reynolds. Uh, Jordan's been, been crushing it as a writer himself with songs like When I Taste Tequila, Speechless, 10,000 Hours, mm-hmm. some of those songs, you know. So um, this song turned out amazing, and um, can't wait for everybody to hear the whole thing. Um, I think May 8th, the EP May? will be out. Okay. Mark it on right. the calendar. I can't wait to hear that. It's such a beautiful thought that you had. I, I oh, can't wait you. to hear the song. And it Thanks. sounds like every song on the EP, I mean, like always with an album and everything, it's a hand-picked. Everything has a special meaning and a, yeah. a, a reason yeah. why it made the cut, reason why it's on there. Yeah, definitely. And um, there's there's more, too. That Gosh, there's just... Um, there's some fun. It's mostly it's mostly light, but there's there's uh, it's just uh, everything. Like you said, it, it has some sort of a meaning to me, mm-hmm. and um, I, but I think that the fans will dig it too. Uh, well, in, we all know here that you you and your family moved to Nashville, you know, quite a while ago. Actually, yeah. it's almost what like 14, 15 years ago or something like that. Yeah, well, it was two thousand, the fall of two thousand six. Wow. So thirteen years. Uh, I guess this year will be fourteen. It's crazy the time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> flies. And I mean, that's that's almost that's basically home for you now, or has been for the last yeah. fourteen years. So you know, with the with everything that's happened over the last week in Nashville with the tornadoes and stuff, you know, a lot of people are being affected, and you're seeing a lot of people really yeah. come together in Nashville yeah, to try yeah. and ban and bring it back um you know just talk about you know what you were experiencing and and all that thought process through um when that happened oh my gosh um yeah you know we've been we've been there as you said you know for quite a while and uh we've there's honestly like there's tornado warnings a lot you know it's it's pretty common to get tornado warnings and come up, come across the tv and get some alerts and stuff and so there's a, a dangerous tendency to get complacent with it honestly mm-hmm. um but this night you know i was i was woke up like one in the morning and by an alert on my phone. And, and, uh, so I turned on the TV and, and saw like the actual panic in the young girl, her meteorologist. Um, she was, I could see the panic in her, in her face and then, and hear it in her voice, you know, that this was something to really take seriously. I mean, they were really watching this, the storm system and this tornado. And the next thing you know, there's reports of one on the ground and, and she's saying, you know, text, Text some friends if you have friends in these areas. Mm-hmm. So I started texting people, you know, at like one in the morning and stuff. And one of my friends, their their sweet family had just moved from Vancouver only a couple months ago. So they didn't have cable yet. So they're oh wow. Like they're in bed with the mm-hmm. kids and he's like, dude, how serious should we like take this? And I'm like, actually really serious, bud. Like get you know, get the kids, get them down to the lower level of mm-hmm. the house, the basement if you have one or some you know, bathroom or whatever, mm-hmm. and the, the people will go into the, they'll tell you to go to the tub or a closet or something. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, you know, but man, um, and my, my friend Victoria Banks too, like they're, they lost their, their sweet church just a couple of blocks down from their, from their house was completely destroyed and their house was, the windows were blowing in and they managed to get the, the girls out of bed um, just in time really and, and save them. It was it just the, you know, I knew it was bad that night, but when you woke up in the morning and saw the devastation, it was like, really 
terrifying, how devastating. Takes takes your breath away when you see yeah. it, I'm assuming. Yeah, you know, because there were some, you know, people that, that, a lot of people, like some 25 people that didn't make it, mm-hmm. and um, and just the, it just destroyed so many, uh, so many houses and, and, and things, so... It's crazy, you know, that, but uh, and it happens, you know, it's just, it's part of it, you know, this, you know, life in the South, it happens in Alabama a couple of years ago, and, but, uh, but when it hits that close to home, it really hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, we understand too, um, you know, how, how difficult it can be to talk about it, you know, with friends and family and even yourself and your family affected. So, you know, we, we appreciate yeah. you, you know, giving us your perspective on, you know, what it was like and texting people and sure. having to deal with all that. So, I mean, we, we appreciate that. Sure. We were just lucky that, our, you know, our houses was further and it just took a different path. It, mm. We live in Hendersonville, so it didn't make it across Old Hickory Lake. So, but, uh, but definitely thoughts and prayers, you know, for, for everybody affected. Absolutely. And it's been amazing to see the country community coming together to support it. Yeah. And, and I do know that we have the country community getting back together here in Ontario. We've got another amazing summer lined up for Burles Creek, yes. uh, for Boots and Hearts. And you are going to be there on the big day Sunday. Eric Church, yeah. Brothers Osborne, Jason Blaine. <laughs> That's got to yeah. feel pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a great, once again, they've got a great lineup. I just love that festival and I've been doing it. My first time was 2013, and um, we did it in 2013, 2016, 2018, and every year I'm just like, man, I hope that they have us back, you know, because <laughs> I just love the festival. They're, they've always been great at lining up uh, just fantastic American acts with Canadian acts, and, and they've treated all the Canadian acts like gold, you know, uh, with great, great spots, you know, on the bill, and um, they're just, they're just a great, great bunch of people, great festival and they do it up well. It's always an awesome time, which is no surprise that they're nominated for ACM festival of the year, right? Like one of the only festivals from Canada nominated. So it's going to be awesome. So yeah, Sunday, August, uh, 9th, we'll be there. Can't wait. Perfect time for a, uh, a song drink too much to be uh, played live, I guess. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We'll, we'll definitely bring, uh, bring the fun, bring the drinking song. Now with the, with the song out, you know, we want, we want to play a little game with you here. We're going to do five fast facts with drink too much. So we're okay. going to name five different things here and you're just going to rattle off the first answer that comes to your head. All right. Okay. So the first thing would be your go-to beverage. Um, probably crown diet. Yeah? Yeah. It's good Crown and Coke. Your go-to drunk food? Oh, gosh, McDonald's Big Mac. <laughs> on the way home from the bar. <laughs> uh, your uh, your number one hangover cure? Number one, probably uh, Gatorade, uh, Advil, and a banana. Oh. A banana yeah. in there, too. The potassium. The potassium. Mm-hmm. I'll have to add that one to my <laughs> yeah. arsenal. I'll have yeah. to add that one to the list. Your uh, favorite spot to grab a drink in Nashville? Probably... Um, Probably Red Door. Okay. Yeah. Red Door. It's a lot of places, a lot of songwriter people go. Red Door or Winners. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And then when you get, when you drink too much, then you go to Losers. Oh, there you go. Which is right next door. Yeah. (laughs) And then last question here. uh, If you could pick anyone, whether they're they're dead or alive, to have a drink with, who would it be? Oh, my gosh. Um, Maybe Hank Jr., Bo Cephas. You know, I just hear stories uh, that, uh, you know, that guy's just had drinks with everybody. Uh, you know, he, so just just for the stories alone, perhaps. For sure, yeah, You yeah. know, yeah. Hear how they did it back in the day, right? Yeah, well, well, Kid Rock has been on record saying that, that Bo Cephas is crazier than all of them. And, and uh, that's his nickname. His, his, his daddy, Hank Sr., like one of the godfathers of country music, nick, nicknamed his son 
Bo Cephas for all the young country fans that don't know their country music history. <laughs> and uh, just just wild. I mean, those guys were, were full-on rock stars back in the day. You know, uh, Hank Jr. and George Jones and Waylon Jennings, so many of them. But, uh, but yeah, I, I love that. I love the old country stuff. I love the country music history and those, those times. Well, there we go. Jason Blaine, thank you so much for joining us in the studio awesome. today. We really appreciate it. And May 8th, that we will be looking for it. We'll be listening yeah. to it. We'll be blasting it. Thank you so much again for coming in. Thanks. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, follow me on Jason Blaine Official on uh, Instagram. Look for that blue check mark and uh, follow along on Spotify. So go check out the new single.